This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello hello and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap with me Dipanjana Pal and Rajeshree Sen. Now this week uh, we've got we've got so much. We've got like the classic Bollywood couple that it may not actually be a couple. Yes. Who knows? It may all um, be an urban myth. Rekha and Amitabh not together separately but man when they make news they make it together like coordinated yeah. if that isn't something I but we have Amitabh making news by himself after that and Rekha making news by herself to be fair instead of talking in riddles let me just tell you what we're going to be looking at we've got new songs we've got uh, controversies and mudslinging we've got um, new trailers we have a newly hairless saint it's all very exciting yes so this week a book came out by uh, a gentleman named yasir usman who is according to his bio an award winning tv journalist and the author of the best selling rajesh khanna the untold story of india's first superstar um it was not an authorized biography he has followed that up with another unauthorized biography this time again of an artist whose name starts with r hmm this time it's rekha the untold story indeed because it was not told to him yeah i'm sure it has i like that he has a constant this the untold story there are many constants if yeah. you if you read the book which by the way i mean what i will give the book is that it is truly breezy reading i finished it in i think about an hour and a half or something it has phrases that he, i think were just copy and pasted like according to jerry pinto which shows up about 40 times in the book Then but he's actually spoken to jerry which is quite a novel thing because what i found wonderful about this book is that he has not spoken to rika at all he has not spoken to amitabh bachchan at all he has not spoken to amitabh bachchan's driver at all or rika's driver it's all unverified stuff which But is gleaned from stardust so because he wasn't able to get in touch or an audience rather with amitabh bachchan about 40 times in the book he informs us and i quote amitabh bachchan never officially commented on this okay then he also didn't speak to rekha as you observed now rekha is an introverted person these days or reclusive person at yeah. least so i understand that it's hard to get through to her i'm also very appreciative of the fact that he's dug through all of these old editions of cineblitz stardust this movie magazine called super so there's some in its own way it's some solid research it's just that it's so gossipy and unverified moving swiftly from you know not crediting an interview from one place making it seem as though the yeah uh, it's not pers- clear has he taken the interview himself also in some places or whether it's a lot of the places he hasn't but my god can you not write it a little bit better because this is an amazing story right rekha is by far one of the most charismatic figures and in bollywood and very enigmatic because actually no one knows what is going <laughs> on in her house or in her in head, her head in her she? heart is she bisexual is she heterosexual no, and why is she always dressed like she's going to get married at every film fair awards function which she 
attends it's strange no it's like you don't know what is she thinking what is she doing why is she doing so the thing i was trying to remember who this uh this style of biography writing reminded me of and it's kitty kelly so kitty kelly used to do these biographies also but kitty kelly would speak to somebody or the other who was closely associated with the person she was writing on so the closest this gentleman has been able to get to rekha is to her secretary farzana who effectively it seems hung up on him oh so it's not like get to like not an interview of farzana no apparently she gave him a patient hearing and said that she'd call back and never did and That's very uh, rude and as a result of this we know that rekha uses a recording machine answering machine still That's quite sweet. Lovely. Um so quick little bits of trivia on uh, Rekha because there's a lot of um completely unverified gossip in this which is always lovely to read except uh in my case at least it made me all the more curious about her and made me wish someone had written this book. No, well. and it's a fun read. It's a Stardust kind of writing where even in Stardust they'll say and it seems Salman Khan is upset with Eulia Vantour but we don't know who's told them that he's upset. There's a part in this book where um we are taken into the room in which a man is on his own and he's going to commit suicide and he does commit suicide and we're walked through every step. That's quite impressive. Maybe she had a CCTV which he's now got access to. Which Yasser Usman has yeah. got access to. That must be Even it. though he didn't get access to her. But there's one part of um Rekha's ex-husband. Hmm. One Since part of her ex-husband. One part of her <laughs> ex-husband's life that you are particularly envious of. Yeah, but Neeraj Kumar, who was <laughs> who's the retired commissioner of police for Delhi, was also a friend of uh, Mukesh and Rekha's. Particularly and Mukesh's. Mukesh's, and he has described that Mukesh was socially ambitious and a bit of a show-off. He used to mount an enormous stallion to receive guests at his Delhi farmhouse. Now, I don't think this is something he should be mocked for because if you have a farmhouse and you have a stallion, the least you can do is ride the bloody stallion to invite to your guests. Welcome your guests. Yeah, so I think that's a good man, good man. Absolutely, but there were other bits so I love it for the amount of trivia that's like what you're saying gossipy trivia so dimple said stay away from my husband uh then nargis said about rekha she gives the impression to men that she is easily available i've worked with a lot of children with a lot of psychological problems in my time she's lost she needs a strong man now this quote especially thrills me because this is nargis who was supposedly having an affair with Raj Kapoor whose son is Sanjay Dutt who is the, not the most stable person in town so dude this is it's just very very interesting reading it's like getting a fat version of stardust can i tell you what my favorite uh, my favorite moment in this hmm. book is and it is from someone that the author has spoken to wah you're in my favorite uh, professor of journalism Jerry Pinto. Mm. So this is Jerry on Farzana who is Rekha's secretary. Mm. And I quote, for a lot of film stars, a lot of female film stars who were brutalized by men, relationships with other women who were often gentle, smoothing, nurturing. And I think Farzana was then kind of made into Amitabh. 
So if you look at her pictures where she is wearing broad coats and she's got a similar hairstyle like Amitabh Bachchan, which is like bizarre. I don't think he said it like that, but anyway. Um, <laughs> very strange. But who else will you get to do that? Who else will you allow to reinvent them in the shape and likeness of your alleged boyfriend? There is no way any of this actually adds up. We don't actually know whether Rekha was so-called brutalized. We know that she had a very difficult time when she came into yeah. the industry, which he kind of writes about in the book mm. as well. But uh, brutalized is a very specific kind of term. Um, we also don't know whether Farzana just likes to have short hair. Yeah, maybe she just has bad taste in clothes and... To it's say that she is becoming Amitabh Bachchan for Rekha because Rekha couldn't get Amitabh Bachchan, boss, just hold back a little bit. But I think everyone should, if you can, get a hold of this book, which isn't difficult to get. Now it's in bookstores and... Uh, and on the Juggernaut, Juggernaut app. app. Uh, read it because it's just such fun and also it will uh, remind you of why Bishrajit, the actor, is such a scum. Such a sleazebag. And Anupam Kher, our national... Actually, I will say this I don't know if uh, Yasser Usman intended to do this but he has actually more than getting an idea of what Rekha's like what you get from this book is an understanding of how sleazy and disgusting Bollywood's men are even the women everyone is yeah, commenting but the women, on no no all the women who gave interviews whether it's Nargis whether it's Dimple they are hardly paragons of virtue no no it's not a question so, of paragons of virtue nobody is a paragon of virtue but uh, what this um, what this book does hmm. constantly is it is actually focused entirely on the men even though it's about Rekha yeah, yeah. it's about Rekha as the woman who couldn't have Amitabh that for Yasser Usman is what informs her entire life not having a father not having legitimacy and then mm. not having Amitabh these are, the men in her life essentially define her So, and uh, the Bollywood industry that he talks about as well even though he does speak to some women they're all men like they're all yeah, predicated like Subhash Ghai and all who is work. amazingly horrifying uh, but not really if you know a little comes, bit about him who comes across as decent is uh, Shashi Kapoor and Gulzar Ha, Gulzar of course yeah these and two. Muzaffar Ali doesn't really Muzaffar Ali doesn't no, say no, anything he doesn't say anything that's offensive yeah. uh, Yasser Usman is very clef- uh, careful to point out that Amitabh Bachchan specifically denied the affair rumors thereby potentially I'm guessing keeping Yasser Usman out of jail yeah um, but yeah it's a fun read expect nothing that is by way of either fact or literary style but uh, but fun this yeah. much I will give it so quick on the heels of a book on Rekha came something literary from Amitabh Bachchan himself not on Rekha but on um, what was it on? Yes. So this is a letter that Amta Bachchan wrote to both his granddaughters, uh, which is Aradhya, which is Aishwarya and uh, Abhishek Bachchan's daughter. daughter, and Navya Naveli, who is Shweta Bachchan and Nikhil Nanda, I think her yes. husband's name is, uh, daughter. So he wrote a letter to his granddaughters on Teacher's Day. Why Amitabh Bachchan is writing on Teacher's Day, we don't know. More to the point, why does this family communicate through the yeah. Times of India? So the letter was published in Times of India. Now, we've all heard of email. Amitabh Bachchan is on Twitter. 
a lot so he knows about the internet i'm saying like even say, if he doesn't also the post, this post because he's written it by hand you could see his beautiful and he does have very beautiful yeah. handwriting so the letter to his granddaughters says things like i'll just quote they will tell you how to dress how to behave who you can meet and where you can go don't live in the shadows of people's judgment make your own choices in the light of your own wisdom don't let anyone make you believe that the length of your skirt is a measure of your character don't let anyone's opinion of who you should be friends with dictate who you will be friends with all of this is good advice but it's linked to a film that mr bachchan is starring in which will be released next friday the film is called pink the film is about women being judged for the length of their skirt and the friends that they and keep. the friends that they have and uh, and the their character basically are they women of loose character as they say in the film kari kari rena sari sandhere kyun lai kyun lai रोशनी के पांव में ये बेड़ियां सी क्यों आई क्यों आई उजियारे कैसे अंगारे जैसे छांव छैली धूप मैली क्यों है um yeah so this is entirely for film promotion right yeah um in a subtle way as they say maybe he thought it was subtle but that's my whole thing that someone like amitabh bachchan who is not see i understand when you're starting off in your career and your production house whoever is making the film tells you that listen we have to pull out all plugs for the pr and why don't you write a letter to your father or your mother about some sadness in your life this is amitabh bachchan that you would use your granddaughters as a pr tool and that to the irony of it all by writing a letter to them about not letting other people use them now there are two things right one is like you said using his granddaughters because frankly if amitabh bachchan was writing an open letter to the women of the country that's okay everybody Or would to read the granddaughters of the country everyone would read it the point is that he has that kind of a presence for good reason he's a he's one of our biggest um names he's a legendary film icon so that people want to hear what mm. he has to say makes complete sense and he's to me. not uh, batty like rajesh khanna was like when he speaks he makes a lot of sense and he has that voice and he yeah. has the diction and he's wonderful if he was writing an open letter to granddaughters of the nation uh to just women in general we'd all read it why bring in your granddaughters and, and one of whom is like 5 years old she can't even or four whatever it's to me it is just ridiculous and, and he on, should be ashamed of himself and on a different <laughs> note yeah i'm sure he cares exactly about your outrage but anyway the other point of course is uh and this is drawing from the book that we were uh, referring mm. to and so completely in the realms of gossip but um the rumor was that jaya bhaduri quit acting because she became the bachchan bahu yeah so for the man who couldn't stick up for his wife's right to work to turn around and say all this today 
Wow. Also, why supposedly he couldn't marry uh, Rekha because they didn't approve of Rekha as uh, like Bachchan Bahu material. But so, Amitabh Bachchan never officially commented on this. Yes. Yeah. No, so it was just in very bad taste. There is uh, there is something large, bright, and dazzling and hairless. Not entirely. Partially. Okay, partially. Mm-hmm. Coming our way very very soon. And uh, as you might have been able to guess from the little bit that you yeah. heard, it is classy, it is poetic, it is cinematic as well. Things have changed with MSG this time around, all right? Because this is the third in an inst- in a series, as yeah. it were. Um, in the first two, MSG was grounded in the reality that is Sant Gurmeet Ram Rahim Singh Ji Insan. And uh, he is the leader of Dera Sacha Soda. Which has just received 50 lakhs from the Haryana chief minister. No, no, no sports no. minister. Sports minister gave uh, him 50 lakhs for the promotion of the sport. No, no. Let's be let's be accurate here. For promotion of sports related activities. Which is Tiranga Romal Chu. Now, if which you've never he heard has of, created. Yeah, if you've never heard of this, do not uh, stub yourself for your ignorance because... Only if you're part of Sant Gurmeet Ram Rahim Singhji Insan's lot would you know this game. Anyway, so he did two films in which we found out how awesome this gentleman yeah. is and his magical powers, which involved um, A, blinding the audience with his outfits, but also uh, hypnotizing them with the curly body hair on yeah. his upper arms. Which has vanished because... They now, have this is the thing. MSG Shade Dil is a spy-come-sci-fi thriller. And part of the sci-fi, I feel, is the fact that um, Sant Gurmeet Ram Rahim Singhji Insan has waxed his upper arms at the very least. And chest. I you were staring at his chest also. Arms. That's just disgusting. And underarms. Wow. I saw he's when also he's waxed his, his He's also waxed his yeah, uh, moustache. Like he's put oil on his moustache and he's uh, this thing. But very importantly, and the reason why I think everyone should watch this film is because in this he fights aliens who have <laughs> who are human beings in these uh, outfits with lights on Neon them. Earth. He it's also uh, parts the sea like Moses. It's all very thrilling stuff but most importantly keeping in mind the uh, importance of daughters and granddaughters and families. This is the first Baap Betty Jodi in Indian cinema which has directed uh, together, co-directed the film. So this And like his fr- daughter's name quite lovely. Honey Preet Insan and so this is like they are Francis Ford Coppola and Sofia Coppola, right? Both together. Of them. Together. Yeah. So Genius. Watch, watch MSG. So we had another trailer come out, which also had a lot of music, as well as a bearded human being who has waxed arms and chest. And yet you feel so differently about him. Tell us about Farhan Akhtar and Rock On 2. 
so rock on i had liked rock on the first one yeah a lot and uh, this is the sequel which already had a bit of a controversy because abhishek kapoor who had i think he'd written the story also of the first one yes he was ousted from this one and uh, someone else called shujaat saudagar has directed this sequel now the sequel also has new actors in it so it has uh, shraddha kapoor in it it has purab arjun rampal arjun rampal purab kohli and uh, farhan akhtar are from the old band magic that was in rock on um their drummer no their keyboardist hmm. mr luke kenny has uh, passed on therefore he's not in it uh Arjun Rampal had Frank Zappa like hair which has also gone for this buzzed yeah. thing uh, but Shraddha Kapoor enters not as a keyboardist as one would expect when hmm. the keyboardist has died but as a singer herself it seems yeah so the disturbing part about this film is the singing which is sad since it's a film about songs so <laughs> Farhan Akhtar who is really quite a dishy chap according to me hmm. and Shraddha Kapoor who is very pretty herself cannot sing to save their souls but we have to hear them singing in their own voices just because it's his production house right so no but surely they could have afforded playback singers no no but if i own the production house i'm going to say that i'm going to sing na You know this is the only film industry in the world when there is music someone else sings for the guy on screen. Bollywood is the only place where that happens. But now you understand why? Exactly my point. after rock on 2 especially we i think we should have a case for not letting our actors sing please ever don't. again ever on to some good music the first song and the title song if we are to believe of mirzia rakesh om prakash mehra's new film has been released and uh, it's gorgeous I for one I'm really glad that this song has released because finally I have some idea of what this film is about because I really didn't get anything from the trailer that I'd first watched partly because I'm not familiar with the legend and when I admitted this to somebody in Delhi they sort of looked at me like I was a cretin and said it's one of the top 5 Punjabi love stories why am I supposed to know the top 5 Punjabi love stories I'm a Bengali who's come from Bombay There is no reason That's for me what, to know so this. So it it was assuming a bit much, but I suppose uh, if we are critiquing it, we could have. I know it now. Up. Yeah. No, no, no. I know it now. Yeah. I mean, I w- I don't generally go around reading up on Punjabi love stories before going to meet a person for a drink. It seems a little um, optimistic, for the want of a better phrase. Yeah. So I like the cast of the film, other than the even the actress is very nice looking, Sayami Kher, but uh, Harshvardhan Kapoor, Anil Kapoor's son. 
uh, Om Puri and Art Malik who I just adore. Who knew he was still around? Yeah. So no, so it's looking. It looks very beautiful. The film. I don't know how good it will be, but at least the song was very nice. And, and Harsh Vardhan Kapoor looks lovely. And the whole bit that talks about the Mirza Sahiban story, which I'm sure I don't need to tell anybody since it's one of the top five Punjabi love stories. The other three are Heer Rancha, which everyone knows, Soni Mahiwal, which I think a lot of people know as mm. well, since I do too, and Sasi Punun. Now then, there's Mirza Sahiban, uh, Sahiba, which has now been turned into Mirzia and yeah. Sahiba. Um, it's it's your standard uh, tragic romance, beautiful girl. Warrior boy, they fall in love. Their families are against it, and of course, Sahiba's only contribution to life and society is being beautiful. Um, and looking intense. Sometimes she looks intensely into the camera. But she looks lovely while she's being intense. Yeah, yeah. And she in the nice in the again. film, what I can say is the whole bit that shows you the Mirza Sahiban um, love story is seems to be shot somewhere like Ladakh or somewhere like that, and it and it really is strikingly shot. Yeah. Speaking of films that are to be released, um, there was a lot of controversy over what apparently goes on behind the scenes of just launching a trailer. Ajay Devgan uploaded, first of all, who knew he knew YouTube? But anyway, Ajay Devgan uploaded a video in which I would say he was trying to pull a Ravish Kumar. But <laughs> by which I mean there's a black screen and then there are people's voices. Yeah. Ravish, however, is just marginally smarter than uh, Mr. Devgan is, I feel. But anyway, uh, so you hear a conversation between an unknown gentleman and another Who unknown seems to gentleman. Be from Ajay Devgan's first gentleman is yeah. As you as you start listening to the conversation, oh. what is slowly but steadily revealed is that the first gentleman is someone from Camp Devgan, and the other gentleman is the phenomenally popular Kamal R Khan or KRK. Who's a personal favorite of mine? Because just you go because by his, you go by his every review. <laughs> yeah, he's just very cool. So the video is which uh, Ajay Devgan, who is another favorite for other reasons, has uploaded is in regard to the trailer of his film Shivai, which you all must watch the trailer of because it is so terrible and so nonsensical. We don't know what it means, but Ajay Devgan is very excited about it. He's also very upset that it hasn't got as much play as Edil Hai Mushkil. Understandably, because you can make out what is happening in Edil Hai Mushkil and you can't make out what is happening in Shivai. But the reason for Ajay Devgan's angst is that uh, KRK wrote two tweets First tweet said, "Eh, dil hai mushkil is very good." The second tweet said, uh, "Shivai is like Himmat wala too," which I think was a good description. His uh, co-producer called up KRK and uh, he asked KRK, "Why have you done this?" Now, the uh, video is very funny also because KRK cackles pretty much through it and he says but i did not tweet anything like i did not compare the two they are different tweets so this guy says but ek tweet dusre tweet ke upar tha na so which is valid and then I mean, if you are going to look at a timeline that might happen but here's the thing this video became a talked about issue because ajay devgan said that this is proof that karan johar pays money to reviewers like Kamal Arkhan 
to make his films successful because at one point in this conversation krk says that i have to say some good things about karan johar because you know what my tie up with him is he's given me 25 lakhs now the thing is this high moral ground of the co-producer is a little bit suspect because his immediate response to that is but i'll also give you the same yeah, money so maybe someone should have explained to ajay devgan before he uploaded his video that he was also incriminating himself i know incriminate is a large word for mr devgan but still the other thing is ajay devgan seems to keep fighting with people he his last film i've even forgotten it was such a bad film it was releasing at the same time as aditya chopra's film and he felt that aditya chopra should not released the film at the same time and then he did just to clarify the tussle between aditya chopra and ajay devgan was not for ajay devgan's last film which was one of the singham mm. ones if i remember correctly but this was for son of sardar same very bad which no one even remembers was made let's be even fair ajay doesn't remember most probably and it was coming out at the same time as jab tak hai jaan yeah. which a lot of people remember but anyway that's that is mr devgan and uh, my i have a personal grouse with this nobody has ever offered me anything close to even like a cigarette in exchange for a review okay so i actually got a call from a well known uh, online production house which asked me whether i would review their show for them and mm. i I didn't want to because I didn't particularly care for the show and they said but that wasn't the discussion the discussion was that they asked so how do we go about uh, you reviewing our show how much do we need to pay for it so I said you don't need to pay me because the I get a salary I, yeah, <laughs> the people I work for pay me right so they said oh and they sounded so shocked at my stupidity and then I sounded shocked thinking that All these years I could have made so much money. Right, we're coming to the end of the podcast this week, which means it's time to tell you the answer to last week's quiz question. I'd asked about Billie Jean and Shrujoy Akshay and Alicia. Congratulations, you got it right. Thank you for writing in and you've all said very nice things which make us feel sort of warm and fuzzy. You were you three got it right. Billie Jean by Michael Jackson was indeed the first music video by an African American artist to be played on MTV. Now, it has to be pointed out here that this is MTV history and if you think about it, Prince was on MTV before Michael Jackson. This week's question is related to someone who's not exactly pop culture by any stretch of imagination but he's a huge favorite of mine because he's very funny and he makes great films i'm talking about the director Werner Herzog whose birthday it is today the day we're recording um and Werner Herzog is a genius because he makes crazy mad films and what i want you guys to tell me if you haven't heard of him just go out and start watching his films but um This is something you can find with a little bit of uh, research which I hope you will do because anyone who gets five questions right gets a gift from us here at News Laundry. So Werner Herzog made a film that was filmed in the Peruvian rainforest near Machu Picchu and to direct and shoot this film the director and his cast actually floated on rafts down two rivers through the Um Urubamba Valley in Peru. You need to tell me what film this was. I'll give you a hint. It starred Klaus Kinski, who was a complete madman. 
Write in with your answers to contact at newslaundry.com. If you would like to tell us how awful or awesome we are, you should again write to us at contact or write to us on Twitter. Please do let us know what we've got uh, wrong. Let us know what we're doing right. And with that, I think we're done with this week. So thank you, Miss Sen. Thank you, Miss Paul. And it's a wrap. Catch all new episodes of the awful and awesome entertainment wrap on newslaundry.com follow us on facebook and twitter